You are listening to the Phoebe's podcast and my name is Sylvia Maral. To know more about Phoebe's, visit our web at www.phoebe's.org and follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook and Twitter. Please subscribe to our podcast and stay tuned. Welcome to this month's episode of the Phoebe's podcast. Today it's about the new AML package. Joining me is Philippe Cruz, CEO of PepData, a RegTech company. Hello, Philippe. Hello, Sylvia. It's a pleasure being here. Well, thank you, Philippe, for joining again. And let's go straight into the matter because there is a lot to talk about. What is the new AML package presented by the European Commission? First, I believe this is the most ambitious AML package because it focuses on many challenges that have been identified in recent years in several different areas. In particular, the package seeks to respond to the latest money laundering scandals that have been revealed by media. Accounts must also be taken of the fact that suspicious financial activities involve around 1% of the European's annual gross domestic product, according to Europol, Europol data. But personally, I believe it is more than 6%. The package presented by the European Commission consists of, of four legislative proposals, three regulations and one directive. One regulation establishing an European AML authority in the form of a decentralized European Union regulatory agent. Other is a new AML regulation that gets to harmonize a set of rules, including a revised European Union list of entities subject to AML rules, known as large entities, and which also includes reference to beneficial owners. And the third regulation is revision of the 2015 Funds Transfer Regulation, an AML directive which will replace the current directive of 2015 and will include provisions not suitable for inclusion in a regulation and which will require transposition into national law, such as rules applicable to national supervisory authorities and Financial Intelligence Units, FIUs, in Member States. I see. So, why the application of three regulations instead of, of directives? One of the main challenges that the package seeks to reply to is the fragmented way in which the recurrent directive is applied in all Member States, with new regulations directly applicable in the laws of each Member State, without the need for transposition and adaptation to a national legislation. Okay, and could you give us a summary of these guidelines? Yeah, very briefly, the single rule book introduces a single set of harmonized rules, including, for example, more detailed rules on due diligence, on ultimate beneficial ownership, and the powers and tasks of supervisors and FIUs. In relation to the regulation on, on the establishment of European Money Laundering Authority, EMLA, it will accelerate this constitution which will act as the central coordinating authority for national authorities to ensure that the private sector correctly and consistently applies European Union rules. Regarding the revision of regulation of 2015, it will allow to track crypto assets transfers and limit large cash payments. 
And how will this AMLA help member states? AMLA will cover a problem that has been repeatedly identified. The inability of member states and the EVA, European Banking Authority, to effectively supervise the financial and non-financial system in order to prevent money laundering. AMLA will be responsible for directly supervising the highest risk entities in the financial sector called select obliged entities. These will benefit from having a single supervisor rather than multiple national supervisors which will simplify compliance with the applied regime and directly supervise the non-financial sector too. This will still benefit from more harmonized rules with fewer divergences between different national regimes. And last, coordinate the FIUs of the member states. AMLA ensures that supervision that used to be essentially in the cap capacity of states will now be a European effort. This will be difficult to negotiate with Council, but Member States will have essential help in combat money laundering. In the non-financial sector and in some aspects of the financial sector, in non-selected of large entities, the States will continue to be the main player, with AMLA taking on a coordinating and supervisory role. The creation of the authority will enable supervision to be more centralized in a single entity and not in several as has been the case in the past. It will give states less room for free thinking, centralized information, data, etc. It should make the fight against money laundering more effectively, fast and coordinated. AMLA will also be responsible for creating coordination and control mechanisms between FIUs of the uh, all member states. With regard to supervision, the effectiveness of enforcement changes between member states due to differences in national resources and practices. FIUs do not currently have common methods and harmonized templates, which makes joint analysis difficult and leave to insufficient uh, detection of operations and activities potentially related to money laundry and terrorism financing. The authority will play a vital role in improving the exchange of information and cooperation between FIUs. The authority will serve as a support and coordination platform, assisting the work of FIUs, notably in the joint analysis of suspicion transition reports and suspicious activities reports with a significant cross-border footprint. In addition, the authority will enable the development of common reporting templates and standards to be used by, by FIUs in the European Union. All of large entities, including purely national entities with any cross-border activity, should therefore benefit from improved supervision thanks to the efforts that will be undertaken by the European Union Authority to help all national supervisors achieve the best uh, levels of performance and better feedbacks from FIUs, allowing for more effective reporting of suspicious transactions and activities. And will this mean that national authorities will be emptied of their role? Uh, no. 
National supervisors and FIUs will remain in place as key elements of the European Union AML enforcement system. The European Authority will only replace national supervisors for a small number of cross-border financial sector entities in the highest risk category. The new package will create an integrated system of AML supervision in the European Union with close involvement of national supervisors and the European Union AML Authority. The authority will also play a key role in supporting joint analysis by national FIUs, but will not itself be FIU, nor will, be, will it replace national FIUs. This model already works in banking supervision without major problems, and although states will always find it difficult to give, us, give up supervisory powers to European authorities. The fact is that in the areas where this already happened, supervision improves and the application of European law becomes easier and more uniform with the internal market. At the end of the day, these are advantages, not so much for the states, but for the market players, who, by having greater consistency of decisions and greater harmonization of the application of rules, have an easier time in cross-border operations without the necessary difficulties. Very clear. Uh, thank you, Philip. And could you tell us more about this single rule book? Yeah, the single rule book refers to an integrated regulatory framework of an email, which will include both directly applicable rules and requirements imposed on, uh, on obliged entities. Replacing certain rules in a directive with more harmonized and directly applicable rules in a regulation will eliminate the need for transposition work in a member state and facilitate the activity of cross-border entities in the European Union. Finally, the greater degree of harmonization of anti-money laundering rules in a number of specific areas will facilitate the implementation of domestic policies controls and procedures throughout the internal market. Uh, some examples of importance of harmonizing and leaving less creative space for member states is in the better and more detailed definition of PEPs and beneficial owners, for example. Member states will certainly be better prepared to combat money laundering, for sure. Very well. And what is the recast of the funds transfers regulation? In relation to the revision of regulation of 2015, this regulation will, be, will better regulate fund transfers through crypto assets by determining greater traceability of amounts and actors. This will also limit large cash payments as it will forbid the selling of goods for more than 10,000 euros in cash. I see. And what can you tell us about the 6th AML Directive? AML 6th Directive will contain provisions that need to be transposed by member states in order to maintain the necessary flexibility of the national AML system. The proposed directive will therefore include the rules on the organization and institutional setup of the future AML systems at national level. AML 6 Directive not only takes over existing rules, but also includes a number of changes compared to the current legal framework, which are intended 
to improve the practice of supervisors and FIUs and cooperation between competent authorities. These changes include, include the following. The competence and tasks of FIUs are clarified. A minimum set of information to which FIUs must have access is defined. The powers of the beneficial owners' registers are clarified to ensure they can obtain up-to-date, adequate and current information. Uh, next, a framework for joint FIU reviews established and a legal basis for the FINU.net system is provided. Clearer rules on FIU feedbacks to oblige entities and vice versa are proposed. Competencies and tasks of supervisors are clarified. And at last, a common risk rating tool is introduced to ensure harmonized risk-based supervision. We are coming to the end, Philip. But I have one more question. What are the expected deadlines for the implementation of the various measures? The, the deadlines will be those of the ordinary legislative procedure. Each proposal is following its own path. At the beginning of 2023, they will be approved and published. So with the war, war in Ukraine and the energy crisis, I will say it will be late 2023 or early 2024. Single rule book uh, is, is its complete version, including the necessary technical standards, should enter into force and start being applied by the end of 2025. In order to allow the necessary time for AMLA, ML authority, to become operational and to develop the single rule book, the new regulatory framework will apply three years after its adoption. AML Authority will be established in 2023 with the aim of starting most of its activities in 2024, achieving full staffing in 2026 and beginning direct supervision of certain high-risk financial entities from that year. Direct supervision can only start when the, when the harmonized set of rules is completed and applicable. It will therefore reach full resources by the end of 2025. And 2026 will be the first full calendar year in which the authority will be fully resourced. Crystal clear, Philip. We know what to expect from this AML package now. Thank you for your um, clear and detailed explanations. It has been a pleasure to have you in the FIPIS podcast. And we look forward to the next uh, possibility. It's a pleasure to we would love to hear your feedback and thoughts for future episodes. You have been listening to the Phoebe's podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe. Thank you for listening.